Hello, my lovely listeners, and welcome back to Becoming That Girl. In today's episode, we will be discussing how to ask for a raise. This is something that I'm actively doing in my career as I approach my one-year anniversary of working at my current full-time job, so I thought I might as well just share what I found on Forbes.com with all of you. This was written by Jenna McGregor in April of 2022, so it is pretty relevant and up-to-date. Jenna says, quote, For many, touting your own accomplishments, not to mention having a frank talk about money, feels awkward. That's, like, so true, right? Like, not only do most money discussions make me feel uncomfortable, but so does asking for what I want and believe that I deserve. I'm, like, I'm a naturally awkward person, so adding in the awkward and uncomfortable feelings that come with talking about increasing the amount of money your company says you and your work are worth is just, like, it's not a vibe, that's for sure. Jenna goes on and says, quote, if you're a woman, you know you have to navigate tricky gender norms about how assertive people expect you to be. I'm going to repeat that. How assertive people expect you to be. That's so powerful for us women. Like, not enough assertiveness and people see you as not wanting it enough or not working hard enough and being too assertive and people will see you as an overreaching B-word. We're going to go through Jenna's steps to asking for a raise. Number one, wait for a win. Timing is everything when it comes to asking for your raise because you don't want to appear rude when asking on your boss's busiest days or after you've screwed something up, which is okay because everyone screws things up sometimes, but just wait for that win like Jenna says. When your boss is complimenting you on a hard work week, it is a good win to take that chance. That is a good chance to take. Obviously, don't ask for a raise only two months into your job or within the next quarter uh, after asking for a raise. I mean after getting a raise. That's just also comes off as rude and greedy. Jenna says, quote, it needs to be planned out usually for next fiscal year. Start it six months ahead. It's going to take a while, says Katie Donovan, a pay equity and salary negotiation consultant in Boston, end quote. So basically, you won't receive your raise the first time that you ask for it. Probably not even the second time that you ask for it. It's going to be like the fifth or sixth time that you bring up the discussion about this raise that something will actually come about from it. Jenna goes on to say you also don't want to go in too late after payroll budgets have already been set and promotions have already been decided. The discussion will more likely be a process that takes time. So, basically, ask your boss when payroll budgets are finalized so you know when to start your raise-asking process. Number two, perform your own job search. 
Jenna says, quote, to get started, play the role of job seeker looking for what not only your company, but others like it are paying for new hires in similar roles, unquote. So you're going to want to learn the range that your position gets paid and for what types of backgrounds. That's especially important to know because your background is what sets you apart from everyone else and your background is also what says that I'm qualified to do such and such job. My background, for example, includes a Bachelor of Arts and Sciences, medium high skill level of Adobe's Photoshop, Lightroom, Audition, and Premiere, also Canva and Procreate for the iPad, as well as a fresh understanding of ScreenFlow. You're going to be able to find the type of background and job hiring postings on places like Indeed and LinkedIn. You'll just have to scroll down to requirements or um, what they are seeking from you. You can also Google your job title and look at the results by salary.com, which will show you a graph with the salary range of your job title that you searched. So Jenna goes on to quote Linda Babcock, a professor of economics at Carnegie Mellon University and the author of books on negotiation and women's careers by saying, quote, do a theoretical job search, look to see what salaries in those places are offering. That can help you calibrate your request. Jenna goes on to say, quote, if your employer isn't being so conscious and you see a job ad at your firm that pays more, it should help you. Donovan suggests calmly and professionally say, explain to me what I am misunderstanding. This person will be coming in and doing my job that I am doing right now. Why would I not get paid what that person would get paid? End quote. And that's so true because why would someone who got hired after you be paid more than you are currently getting paid? Like that just does not make sense to me for the exact same job. Number three, ask others what they think you should make. Sometimes the sources you just searched for can, according to Jenna, be quote, out of date or unspecific. In those cases, ask people who work in your field, unquote. So bringing up how much money one makes can be a daunting and anxiety-riddled conversation. And I, I feel for, fortunate enough to have a coworker in the same position as me who I feel comfortable enough discussing how much I make in front of her. Step four, for women, make a communal pitch and aim higher. But what is a communal pitch? I honestly had no idea how to answer that, so I emailed Forbes in hopes of a response. But my boss actually had an answer for me when I talked to her about step six. She said a communal pitch is when you have a group of people advocating for the same thing. 
She gave the example that a group of women advocated for a designated breastfeeding slash pumping room at their company. My boss also said it helps garner more support when there is a group of people who each want the same thing. Jenna states in the explanatory paragraph that Catherine Valentine, the founder of Worthmore Strategies, a negotiation training and consulting firm for executive women, says, quote, society views women as being others focused. So when they ask for something for themselves, there's inherently friction there. A simple formula, Catherine says, is to highlight past performance, combine it with future potential, and follow it up with a direct request. Then, stop talking. She says, quote, To make others feel comfortable, women will continue to talk, and in doing that, they hurt their negotiating position. I really like Catherine's formula of highlighting your past performance and then state your future goals and potential and lastly follow it up with an exact and direct salary or hourly wage and then leave it at that. The more you go past that, the less you are negotiating for yourself. So end on direct salary or hourly wage. Step five, use a specific number and go first. Jenna says, quote, without a specific number, it's hard for managers or human resources professionals to know how you're valuing yourself or what will close the deal, end quote. If you're giving them a range, they will only see the lowest end of the range and that is what they will negotiate with. If you give them no number, the number they will give you will be much less than the one that you are wanting. Just like a partner cannot read your mind, neither can your boss. Verbalize the number you want and go first. After explaining your worth and the work you have taken on or would like to take on, you can say, I believe my compensation should be X amount. Then leave it at that. End your pitch for why you deserve a raise with the amount you know you deserve. Step six, with counter offers, know the culture. Jenna says, quote, be careful about using outside salary offers to get a raise unless you know how they're typically received. Jenna goes on quoting Linda Babcock from earlier by explaining that some companies will tell you not to let the door hit you on the way out if you have an outside job offer, while other companies see it as a necessary negotiating tool. Jenna says, quote, in other companies, you don't get a raise unless you have an outside offer and it will help your supervisor advocate for you, end quote. And you're probably asking yourself, how do we know which one our companies are, right? I know because I asked the same question instantly after reading that. So I brought up the topic of office culture pertaining to counter offers and asking for a raise with my boss. I chose her because I trust her and she honestly is the best manager I've ever had. Um, I know she would make time for me in her schedule um, because she's supportive and caring and I also knew she would have the answers for me 
because she's kind of like that big sister that you wish you had, you know? The one that you go to for advice. Here's what she let me know. If you're already in a role and you find yourself deciding to look for another job and you get an outside offer, just take that offer because if your current employer matches the offer, research shows you will still end up quitting after being pigeonholed into a position you no longer want in your current job after you've already started looking for jobs, received an outside offer, and accepted your jobs counter offer raise slash promotion? And I say promotion with a question mark because they're offering you, they're counter offering you what you found in a different job and they are giving you this like supposed promotion with raise maybe um and it's just more work you're basically piling on more work that you aren't enjoying anymore because if you find yourself looking for that outside job offer, then you're going to realize that you don't want to be with the company that you're at anymore. You also have to remember um, that relationships and lines of communications with the person that's giving you the raise is really going to change if that answer is no, like a hard no. And, um, I'm saying this because you will have to continue working with that person even though there's this new tension between you. And again, that advice was from my boss. Shout out to her because she is amazing. Always has amazing advice and, um, managerial tips and tricks for me. Even today she sent me a um, managerial tip of the day and it was how to build a strong work ethic and she was like, I know you already put some of these into play but I thought um, it would be helpful or something like that and it was just so sweet and I'm like, I love that. Like, Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. Anyways, moving on to number seven. Step seven. Turn no into a polite ask. Jenna says, quote, If you still don't get the raise you want, pay experts say ask what you need to do to get one, and then don't let the conversation stop without concrete specifics. Jenna goes on to quote Donovan, who says, You say what needs to change so that you can say yes. So basically, you just ask them to give you specific goals for you to work towards, check off, and then bring up the fact that you completed those specific goals set by them to reach the raise that you want but didn't quite get yet. Like, bring it up again once you've completed your checklist that they gave you. Then bring up the fact that your boss 
specifically set those goals for you to reach the intended raise amount that you asked for originally and you have completed all of those goals set by your boss and now you would like to be compensated appropriately because that is exactly what they said. You held up your end of the deal, now it's their turn. Step eight, the final step. Keep asking questions. Jenna quotes Donovan again, who says, the more questions you have for each no they give you, the more likely it will be that you get it. The winner of every negotiation is the person who can keep the conversation going. Once I shut you up, I win, says Donovan. Good questions to ask include, how do I improve my skills to get to insert raise amount here? So like Jenna says, um, turn that no into a polite ask. Um, another question could be, why is my coworker with the same job title who got hired after me several months after me, making $14,000 more a year than me, and what can I improve on so I can earn that difference? Alright, that's all I've got for you, my lovely listeners. Do you feel ready to ask for a raise now? Because I do. I really do. I'm going to be asking for one here soon. Actually, by the time that everyone listens to this, it'll probably be done. Did I get the raise? I don't know. We'll find out. But anyways, um, sorry for being a dork. Uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and thank you for listening. Bye!